All right, bang, bang, guys. We got a special Wednesday hump day episode for you. Bonus episode. Um, we just completed our first interview a while ago and wanted to drop that for you guys as a little nugget in the middle of the week. So before we get down to that, we do have a sponsor, Bondi. That's right. They're back again, guys. Um, and this interview is sponsored exclusively by Bondi. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Simple statement, big problem. Don't know what to use? Bondi has all the answers to your bed bug problems. Bondi's dual action bed bug killers kill on contact, kill all stages of the bed bug, and remain effective for weeks. Bondi's bed bug products can be used on mattresses, upholstery, luggage, and many other areas, including Pulaski, Wisconsin, where bed bugs are a problem. Our bed bug control products are available in convenient and easy to use aerosol fogger and ready to use formulations. Bondi products are family made in America. Bondi's bed bug control products can be found at your local hardware, home center, or farm feed store. Or go to Bondi, that's B-O-N-I-D-E dot com to find a retailer near you. And without further ado, here's our interview with the King of Pulaski, Big Dan. All right, we now welcome on uh, one of the biggest football fans that I know, one of the most knowledgeable people when it comes to the game of football, Big Dan. Big Dan, how you doing? Hey, great, Ewok King. Doing great. Loving it. Hey, it's really good to have you on. Uh, listen, we're going to get right down to it and, uh, you know, rapid fire you some questions. And I think Brock is going to go ahead and start. All right. Big Dan, King of Pulaski. Uh, how's it been going? We haven't seen you for a while. Uh, doing great. Other than uh, just having showered in about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing all right otherwise. <laughs> We do have a sponsor for this segment. You're not going to hear it, but um, it is uh, Bondi. They have bed bug repellent spray, and uh, that might be something you want to look into. Absolutely. That's a good idea. So, Big Dan, um, we have a theory on this podcast. We're not stat guys. Uh, we're not a bunch of nerds. The Weasel and some other guys in this league like to use an app that runs all these predictive analytics on these players and, and who they should play in their lineup each week. But Ewok and I, we're, we're not stat guys and nerds. We're gut guys. We think fantasy football is played with the eye test, watching games, watching players, and it's it's played with your gut. And you, I'm not poking fun, but you have a notoriously great gut. And so I'm just, (laughs) you're, you're, you're right. You're spot on, man. And plus I probably, there's probably nobody watches more football than me. So would you agree that a guy with a bigger gut is just more cut out for a long fantasy football season, especially when the playoffs start dragging into the dead cold of winter. I mean, we just think that these skinny guys who go out running and lifting weights, their bodies just aren't cut out and aren't going to last for a long season like this. You need a big gut to survive. 10-4. Absolutely. Even Nala agrees. Speaking hey, listen, of the Dan. Weasel, Julie oh. hit the weasel last night and killed it. So <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, she wasn't driving in the uh, town of Berlin, was she? She was not. Fortunately for the weasel, he was spared. Wow. Hey, the weasel weasels his way out of yet another <laughs> sticky situation. <laughs> uh, listen, Big Dan, you are uh, well known for being um, a high school football ref. And uh, I believe with COVID uh, this year, you know, a lot of high school football has been shut down. 
what are you doing to keep yourself busy uh, during these times and, um, you know, kind of pass the time? Well, that's a very good question. Um, a lot of sleep. Okay. Like, kind of like a bear in hibernation, <laughs> knowing that spring football is going to be happening. So trying to get in, geared up for that. Um, okay. I know a few teams around the area have been playing, catch the highlights at Friday night, but haven't attended a game personally. And Pulaski will be up and running this spring. So pretty excited about okay. that. Awesome. Well, on that note, um, you know, we, we have some guys in the league that are uh, constant complainers. And I would kind of call them, um, you know, locker room troublemakers, guys that, you know, really don't make a lot of plays on Sunday, but they're <laughs> going to let you know when they think the rules are lopsided one way or another. Uh, do you have any advice for how to deal with certain people like that? I mean, I'm sure you dealt with them on the field as a rep. Uh, any pieces of advice on, you know, what we can do to kind of keep those, those types of guys in line? Yeah, without calling out names, but I think I think the problem is probably um, horny Jeff <laughs> and Mormon. Yeah, Joel. Mormon Joel probably. You probably are spot on. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I could figure it out. I could. I don't even have to be in the locker room to see it, just to know it. <laughs> can just kind of sense those type of guys are mainly trouble. Yeah. Um, so any any advice i mean how do how do you deal with players out on the field when they're they're kind of jawing at you after every play that they don't make uh just give them a lot of love i smile at them uh say i'll get you next time buddy Uh, okay you know just kind of kind of keep an eye out for them you gotta kind of gotta keep your head on a swivel okay okay that's uh they'll try to take you out they'll try to they'll try to knock you over when when you're least expecting it Okay, that's that's interesting. That's almost the exact opposite of the way that I react to to them when they complain. Uh, but maybe, yeah, I, I might try that out. Yeah, that's awesome. Just anything I can do to help. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Big Dan, we let's get down to a little football here. Um, you live in Wisconsin. You live near Green Bay. You work in the Packers Stadium. Correct. So, I guess. I'm just wondering, how are you taking your furlough uh, while Lambeau Field is closed down to spectators? And also, I'd like to get your take on the Packers season through nine weeks and your Seahawks. You're a big Seahawks fan. Uh, what's your take on their season so far through nine weeks? Well, it's a good question about the Packers. Um, first time in eight years I've really been able to watch a home game on TV. It's kind of interesting. Um, lack of fans is weird for everything. Um, the one thing I have noticed on the games, the, the crowd noise is probably the loudest and the piped in loud noise at Green Bay is probably louder than anywhere else. It's kind of weird. Green Bay is doing well. Um, lost a couple, but overall, I think they're, they're right up there at the top with Seattle, probably New Orleans. Seattle's having a good year. Um, I think Russell's got 26 touchdowns, um, doing well. Kind of glad I didn't see the game Sunday, but um, yeah, they're. Uh, I think those two and probably New Orleans are probably the three and three in the top right now. So you, so you, you talked about Russell Wilson, and I kind of wanted to talk about him a little bit too. So there's all this hype out there. Seattle's been passing a lot more, and and um, as they call it, they're letting Russ cook, and. 
I don't hate Russell Wilson. I mean, he played for the Badgers, so we kind of got to love him for that. But he put out this video at the beginning of the season, and he called himself Mr. Unlimited. And that video drives me fucking nuts. And I'm starting to hate Russ more and more as the weeks go on here. And I hate him even more because he's on a, a fraudulent and a terrible fantasy football team, Mormon Joel's team. Uh, what what are your thoughts on that stupid unlimited video he put out? Man, I don't know. It must be the COVID, but I never saw it. I, I, uh, I I'd honestly say I have not seen that video. Look it up. You're going to start hating that guy more and more. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not good. Can't 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 uh, give Russ any any hate, man. That guy's look who he's married to for Pete's sake. <laughs> Very good point. You know, you brought up the uh, the piped in crowd noise, and uh, I have this theory as well that I think the Packers and Green Bay are probably going to do whatever they can to not have fans back this year, and I think they would actually prefer no fans in the crowd, both for home games and away games. Uh, because I think Rodgers is, is that type of player that uh, plays better without a crowd. Obviously, uh, you know, we've seen early on with him, you know, getting players to jump off sides. Uh, you know, these, these little tricks that he, he runs. Uh, do you share that, that sentiment? And do you think that's right? I mean, it feels like a little bit like cheating. I mean, there's some guys that show up during big games or big fantasy matchups, um, and then there's others that, you know, would rather play uh, without people kind of paying attention. And I kind of think of uh, someone like Horning Chat. You know, nobody ever paid attention to his games, and sometimes he'll put up, you know, 80 or 90 points, and I think he likes it that way because, you know, we've seen him in the past when he gets on the big stage. Aside from last year, uh, you know, sometimes he kind of he kind of falls. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Rodgers – yeah, can dictate more than people think, um, like with that behind the scenes. Although I do think that the Packers were planning on having fans actually for the third game, but then with the outbreak in Brown County area, that kind of put the kibosh on everything with going forward. But they were planning on like third game going forward to have limited amount of fans. But I think with the numbers the way it is, it's going to be probably not happening for my guess. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. Guys like Corny Jeff, they—that's that, typical. It's—it's it's, um, a lot of fluff, I would say, a lot of fluff. I totally agree. Maybe we could change his nickname to the Fluffer. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, Big Dan, you, you touched on Russell Wilson's wife, extremely attractive. Um, now we have twelve people in this league: eleven guys, one lady. And, uh, you know, we try to be diverse like that. So I wanted to touch on, um, as married guys, football season comes around and the marriage kind of takes a backseat because we have Thursday night and seven hours of straight football Sunday afternoon. We have Sunday night football and we have Monday night football. And so, like I said, the marriage kind of takes a back seat. And then we have, I think, four people in the league who are not married. So I'm just one. Do you have any marital advice or dating advice during the football season for our listeners? Uh, the biggest advice when they got to throw in Saturday college football, too, for me. So I'm kind of got it almost every day covered. And then like last night, having some Mac football. Um, yes, sir. So it's 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 continuous. It's basically. 
um, till Julie in late August, September. Uh, we'll see you in February. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, she's really cool about it. But yeah, I watch a lot of football. I mean, I kind of grew up with it. Um, my dad was ahead of his time because he would, he would, as a farmer, watch the Packer game at noon, but he loved watching the three o'clock West Coast games uh, back in the 70s. So we'd always milk a little bit later. So it's kind of where I, I grew up with it, watching a lot of football on Sundays. Yeah, my advice is if you are um, married, hopefully your wife is pretty um, lenient with you with your uh, viewership of football. And if you're single, I would probably look for somebody that is um, likes football too or allows you to do what you want to do. That's great advice. I always get the look on Sunday from my wife, like, are you done yet? Um, (laughs) Normally don't get that look in the bedroom, but I always get it on Sundays. (laughs) I think Taylor made golf company would be really cool. I think she, she's, she's probably a football nut too. So she'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, So one other question Um, you, you mentioned you coach high school football and obviously normally in the fall, but this year it's going to be in the spring. So I know you like to wear a Merkin to keep yourself warm in the fall when you're out there on those cold Friday nights. So springtime football, it's going to be getting a little warmer. Are you still going to wear the Merkin or are you going to go without? Um, It's kind of like it's optional. It's going to be an optional ordeal. Um, I think everybody should have at least a couple. You never know. Um, but we'll just leave it at that. Do you want to mention to our listeners what a Merkin is in case they don't know? Well, I think everybody knows. Um, Learned on the man show was my fantasy football team name years ago, but it is a hairpiece for the pubic area. (laughs) You had mentioned, you know, how much football you watch and you know, how you kind of watch the, uh, you know, the noon game, three o'clock game Sunday night. Um, my question is, do you have NFL red zone? And if not, are you against it? Uh, Cause there are people that have this theory that red zone is kind of ruining the game, you know, from the sense that you should really be watching a full game to get a feel for, you know, the, the players and the way a game flows. And it, it could actually even make you better at fantasy football. If you're not watching NFL red zone, uh, I myself and Brock are huge red zone fans. It's kind of addicting, but I was wondering, you know, you seem a little bit more old school. Do you, do you kind of have that opinion that red zone is for, uh, you know, losers? Uh, boy, that's a great question. Um, Ewok King. Um, Thank you. Don't have it in Pulaski. I mean, I'm sure you could, but I don't have that on my cable, but I did see it at a nephew's house early on in the season and that it was like watching highlights on steroids. Of course, I've seen it before. Um, little too much for me. A, I am old school. I, I used to watch, have like a couple TV set up at a time in the past. I don't do that anymore, but yeah, that red zone is, is definitely different. I, I kind of like watching the game yet. I, and then I like watching the, the halftime highlights and afterwards, but that's a great question. Not, and I'm maybe it's just because my age, but military John, uh, Alex, cat killer, those guys, that's probably right up their alley. We know you're a big cheerleader <laughs> guy, Dan, and, and you, you don't get the cheerleaders on red zone. So you probably appreciate watching those, you know, going in the commercial break and at halftime as well. huh? Well, kind of tough this year with COVID, but 
Yeah, it's that's a good point, uh, Brock. So, Big Dan, I, I got one last question for you, and then I'll uh, turn it over to Ewok to close it out here. So you mentioned your dad uh, was a farmer and liked to watch the football games on Sunday, and, and he would kind of flip his schedule and go out and milk late so we could watch those football games. And we, and we also have a guy who you mentioned earlier named The Weasel, uh, team name Magic Mike. And <laughs> we don't like weasels. They're kind of slithery and, and crafty and annoying. Um, and they always just kind of pop up at the most inopportune times. So my question for you is, did you ever ask your dad while he was working on the farm when he was milking uh, the question, can you milk anything with nipples? And... If so, do you think you could milk a weasel with nipples? Uh, that's I never asked that question. Um, boy, no, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. No, maybe, maybe that's a very check good question by you, Weasel that Julie hit last night, but kind of feel bad. Like, like, like Brock's dad would tell him he's just sleeping by the road. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be Magic Mike himself uh, if he meets me in the playoffs. He'll be sleeping by the road by the by the end of that match. The best kind of weasel is a dead weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Print the shirts. Appreciate you asking me to join your podcast. You guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that, and then let's not cut it out though. <laughs> let's keep it all in. We're we're content guys. No. Uh, well, that does it for this interview. Uh, Big Dan, we really appreciate having you on. Uh, you're a wealth of knowledge. You're always welcome back on. You are our first guest, and I believe you will most likely be our uh, most recurring guest as well. Uh, I know the listeners are going to love this, and we just really appreciate you taking uh, the time out of your night to come on and uh, give the uh, listeners what they Thank want. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Thanks. I wonder if I could. It makes me wonder if I never had to. I better knock on wood Cause I'm sure it isn't good And I'm glad I haven't yet That's the impression that I